This anointed teaching by Apostle Theo Volmerans comes to you from Christian Family Church International. Good morning, Johannesburg. So good to be back with you again this weekend. Go ahead and give yourselves a great big praise God, all of you in the sanctuary, all of you in the family room, in all overflow areas. Give yourselves a great big praise God. All of you watching live this morning, welcome to CFC Johannesburg for a great weekend with the Lord. Amen. Praise God. All right, come to me, all of you who are weary and are heavy, carry heavy burdens, and I will give you rest. Jesus said that in Matthew chapter 11, verse 28. The rest he's talking about here is obviously, firstly, being saved. But after that, there are other components involved. In having the rest that God offers, believers have to do the right thing. There are certain things we have to do. And that's what we're talking about here in these four sessions. And I encourage you to go and get part one and two and listen to them. Now, today we're going to carry it right on. I can't recap. There's just too much discussed already. All right, John 15, verse 11. Jesus said, These things I have spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you. You see the word remain. That means it's not guaranteed that God's joy will stay with us. So by standing on the word, these things I have spoken to you. By listening to what Jesus says and applying this, we can maintain God's joy and that your joy may be full, that your joy may be full. All right, one, that we maintain joy. Two, that our joy would be full. In other words, it can be half full or quarter full. Now, obviously, what Jesus says here is not completely fulfilled in some Christians' lives because not all Christians have full joy. We're going to find out how to make that happen today. Now, the word full here in the Greek is the word pleru. That's the Greek word for full. It is a word that describes a house filled with perfume, filled to overflowing with perfume. Filled to overflowing. In other words, you walk outside the house and you can smell the perfume coming out the windows and the doors. God is saying he wants such joy in us that people around us can see it and feel it and experience it. Not only are we going to be happy and blessed, but we're going to be contagious with our blessing of joy. Now, the world is filled with so many problems, heartaches, pain. People seem to be enveloped in sorrow and sadness and bondage all sorts of fears and stress, abundance of all that in our world today. And there's many reasons for having all those conditions. Could it be that this manifestation of joy and laughter, joy and laughter, is a form of release that God is giving? 
to bring back to us the joy of serving Jesus. Think about that, Christian. Could it be, I'll repeat this, could it be that this manifestation of joy and overflowing laughter is a form of release that God is giving to bring back to us the joy of serving Jesus. Let's find out from Psalm 51, verse 11. Listen to the words of King David. Do not cast me away from your presence. Put a word around, a circle around the word presence. And do not take your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation. Put a word around joy. And uphold me by your generous spirit. Then I will teach the transgressors your ways, and sinners shall be converted to you. So notice the joy of salvation comes with the presence of the Holy Spirit, according to this portion of Scripture. Right? The joy of salvation comes with the presence of the Holy Spirit. And notice the result is sinners come to Christ. Sinners come to Christ. When we walk around sad and depressed, with a long face, grumpy, we're not going to win souls. Forget it. But if we walk around full of joy and a smile on our face, we're going to be a soul magnet. Joy is more than just human laughter. It is the joy of the Lord, which is our strength. So it's not just laughing like anybody laughs at a joke. No, it's much more than that. Joy is something on the inside of us that gives us great blessing to where we begin to laugh from the inward joy, not necessarily even something funny around us. Joy should be the lifestyle of those who have been released by God from cares and from worries, from bondages and from sin. Joy should be the lifestyle of us because we have been released from all those things. Isaiah 51 verse 11. The ransom of the Lord will return. They will enter Zion. Now we've learned that Zion, Mount Zion in Jerusalem, represents or is a type of the presence of God or the anointing of God. All right? So now the ransom of God, that means those who have been redeemed from slavery, coming out of slavery, come back to Jerusalem, come back to Mount Zion. It says they will enter Zion, the type of God's presence, worth singing everlasting joy will crown their heads. Gladness and joy will overtake them, and sorrow and sighing will flee away. So the presence of God is full of joy. We can see that. When they come to Mount Zion, well, this verse is telling us when you enter the presence of God, you're going to enter into everlasting joy. Everlasting joy. 
Gladness and joy will overtake them as they come to the presence of God. Overtake them. That means, family of God, they'll be besides themselves with the presence of God and the joy of God. Overtake them. Beside themselves. Overcome. Overcome by the presence of God. Just like the people in Acts 2 when it came down from the upper room on Mount Zion. Totally overcome by the presence of God. So much so as we learned that 3,000 people stopped to watch them and were amazed. Psalm 1611. In your presence is fullness of joy. In the presence of God, there's fullness of joy. When we come to church like this and we come early and we worship God, we, we get lost in the Spirit. We enter that joy. If we come to church late and we are a spectator for one or two songs, you won't know what I'm talking about this morning. It's not going to make any sense. But for those who come early and really press in and worship God, give their heart in worship, they'll experience this joy and their lives will change. You can't keep doing that without experiencing a real change for the best in our lives. So I encourage all of you. I know things happen. Things happen and we can't get to church on time sometimes. I understand that. God knows that as well. But I'm saying as a rule... Let's get up early. We're on time for work. We're on time for school. We're on time to catch a plane at the airport. Come on, family. Let's be on time for church. Let's be determined. I'm going to worship God. He deserves my worship. And when we do that, we will experience his presence and his joy. Psalm 1611, again now from the NIV, says... You'll fill me with joy in your presence. You'll fill me with joy. Not half full. Not three quarters. 100% full. When the presence of God fills our hearts, there shall be joy. We know there'll be great joy in the day when we are, when we are invited into the eternal presence of God. We've looked at this before, but I want to share it again. Folks in heaven are not walking around long faces, swiggle mouth, depressed, lonely, sad. Not at all. Remember what Jesus is going to say to us when we leave this body and this planet or we get taken up in the rapture. Matthew 25, 21. His Lord said to him, Well done, Good and faithful servant. Yes, God is looking for good and faithful servants. He's not looking for great heroes in the sports field. Well, that's wonderful if you are. He's not looking for great famous people. Well, that's wonderful if you are. But he's looking for somebody who has a servant heart attitude. Somebody that serves others for the purpose of extending the gospel. His Lord said to him, well done, good and faithful servant. You were faithful over a few things. He's not looking for you to accomplish 
to win the whole world. Just be faithful over a few things. And I will make you ruler over many things. Enter into the joy of your Lord. Or he could say, enter into your presence, the presence of your God. Same thing. As I said before, you can't have the presence without the joy, just like you can't have water without the wet. All right, go to Psalm 48, please, in verse 1. Great is the Lord, and greatly to be praised, in the city of our God, in his holy mountain, beautiful in elevation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion. The joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion. What's that mean? The joy of the whole earth is the presence of God. Yes, family, God's presence is to bring joy or design to, or God's plan is to bring joy to the entire earth through his presence. So come on then, let's come to church, let's worship him so his presence will fall in the meeting. Now then it says, beautiful in elevation, the joy of the whole earth is Mount Zion, the presence of God, on the sides of the north, the city of the great king. Praise God. Mount Zion represents the presence of God. According to this verse, God's presence is the joy of the whole earth. So what about some of the extreme laughter that occurs in the meetings. What about that? We hear folks begin to laugh. It may even happen now this morning while I'm teaching. That's fine. You might have 5, 10, 15, 20, 100 people begin to laugh. That's fine. What about that? What about this extreme laughter that occurs in the meetings? The reason people are doing that is because they are overcome by the presence of God by the presence of God. It's wonderful. Wonderful. Is it biblical? Of course it is. All right, Psalm 32, verse 11. Be glad in Lord and rejoice, you righteous, and shout for joy, all you upright in heart. And shout for joy. So when this joy comes on, don't keep silent. Get excited. Relax. <laughs> Let it out. Shout for joy. Give God some praise. Amen? Don't bottle it up. Let it out. Shout for joy. God doesn't mind us shouting in church. I know the devil does. He doesn't like it. But God likes it. But he just said so right now. Shout for joy. Go on. That's not a suggestion. Let's hear everybody shout. One, two, three. Shout. <laughs> Praise God. Okay. <laughs> now, here we see people shouting because of the joy in their hearts. Now go to Psalm 35, please, in verse 27. Let them shout for joy and be glad who favor my righteous cause, and let them say continually, let the Lord be magnified who has pleasure in the prosperity of his servant. Well, if God told us to say that continually, let's do it. Say this, God be magnified 
Say it, please. God be magnified, who has pleasure in my prosperity. And I will shout for joy and be glad. Praise the Lord. Amen. God brought the children of Israel out of Egypt. Now let's turn to Psalm 105 and verse 3. 105 verse 43. I'd like you to go there in your Bible, please. And I'll wait for you. Psalm 105, 43. <clears throat> Have a look at that. I hope you brought a pen to church. Oh, right, here we go. I'm reading from the NRB translation. God brought out his people with rejoicing. His chosen ones with shouts of joy. So the children of Israel came out of Egypt after 430 years of slavery. And they shouted with joy as they came out. As they came out of Egypt, three million people began to shout. That must have been amazing. Amazing to see. I guess God's going to rewind that video for us when we get to heaven one day. And all these great things that the Lord did, we'll see them. That'll be so exciting. The best movie ever. Now then, we'll be right there when it happens. That's what it's going to be like. Now, God brought his people out with rejoicing. His chosen ones with shouts of joy. And then it says in verse 44, he gave them lands of the nations. Gave them the lands of the nations. And they fell heir to what others had toiled for. They inherited the houses that the Canaanites built. They inherited the land that the Canaanites owned. They inherited the animals that the Canaanites raised. They inherited the grapevines and the fruit trees that the Canaanites planted and nurtured. They inherited all that free. That's a type and a shadow of the real which is what we have when we came to Jesus. When we came to Jesus, we came out of Satan's kingdom into Christ's kingdom, and we inherited everything that God owns. Wow. Amazing. We inherited everything that Christ is. Wow. Amazing. Family of God, if they can shout for joy because of their deliverance, we can shout for joy because of ours. We don't want to sit in church like a bump on a log. We want to be happy, amen? Hallelujah. Now, the New King James says, they inherited the labor of the nations. They inherited the labor of the nations. Wow. Now, should we not experience the joy of our salvation as well? God delivered us from Satan's kingdom and brought us into his own kingdom. The priests and righteous are commanded to shout for joy. Commanded. Let's see that. Psalm 132. You want to turn to Psalm 132? Go down to verse 9. Let your priests be clothed with righteousness, and let your saints, that's you and me, shout for joy. Let your saints Shout for joy. Amen? Praise God. 
When the children of Israel came out of Egypt and crossed the Red Sea, God drowned the Egyptian army. Miriam and all the Israelites danced with joy and tambourines on the shores of the Red Sea. They sang and praised God with songs of joy because they were delivered from their enemy. Now, we have been delivered from Satan's kingdom. As I said, we have been given authority over our enemy. Not only are we delivered from the devil's power and his kingdom, the kingdom of darkness and doom, with eternity in the dungeons and darkness of hell, not only are we delivered from that, but we are delivered into Christ's kingdom and then we are given authority over our enemy. Now we can resist him, James 4, 7, and he will flee from us as in terror. So the Satan, I resist you. Demons, I resist you in the name of Jesus. When you do that, Satan flees from you as in terror. According to James 4, 7. Now then, so we've been given authority of our enemy. So dancing and praising God, as I've said before, with great joy and this overflow of uncontrollable laughter is a declaration to the angels and to Satan that God had delivered us and that we are free. So when the devil looks at us laughing and laughing and laughing uncontrollably beside ourselves, the demons look at each other and they think, these people are free. We've got no more control over them. Look at this. They're just laughing. They don't care. We, they know we can't hurt them. You see, actually, that joy is also a de declaration of your faith that you are free. It's a declaration to the angels that you know you're free. And the angels rejoice with you. So family of God, yes. Walking a life of joy is a great blessing from God in a world of so much stress, so many fears, and turmoils. <clears throat> and so your laughter is telling the devil, hey, bring it on, devil. Whatever you're doing in this world is not bothering me. God's on my side. God's got this. I am victorious. I'm laughing because I'm free and blessed of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. All right. Just close your eyes, please, family. Would you mind? All of you watching live, wherever you may be, on your screens, please close your eyes as well. Now, would you kindly just put your hands out in front of you? With your head bowed, your eyes closed. Thank you. Put your heads out, hands out in front of you and say this. Dear Father in heaven, I thank you for the precious Holy Spirit. You sent him to fill me and bless me, to guide me, to protect me, to fill me with, his, with God's love and joy. I believe this is your word for me.
I accept this. I believe your word is true. What I heard this morning, I believe is true. And so this morning, I receive your fullness of joy. This morning, I receive the anointing of God, the presence of God, to fall on me, to fill me from head to toe, to fall on me and to fill me from head to toe. I receive your presence now. Thank you, my Father. Praise your name. All right, there he is. The Holy Spirit is falling like the rain. The scripture says he'll come to us like the rain. He's falling like the precious rain to the earth. Like the former and the latter rain. All over this building. The precious presence of the Lord is here children of God. There he is. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. All right, praise God. Now, I'm going to invite everybody to come forward. The pastors are in the front. As you can see, they're standing here waiting for you. And the leaders. And they're going to minister to you if you want to receive the Holy Spirit or you need healing in your body or you want to get the joy of the Lord by the laying on of hands or whatever it is you have a financial need, whatever it is, come along, be free, be free to come up to the front right now. These men and women of God are anointed and they're going to minister to you and you will receive what you come for. Come on right now. Come on right now. Praise God. Praise God. That's why I encourage you to come to church because you can be ministered to personally. I know it's wonderful to watch on online, but it's far better for you. More beneficial. You get much more out of it by being in church. Go ahead and pray for them, family. Praise God. All right, praise God. Let's give the Lord some praise in the house. I believe you all received what you came for. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. You may take your seats. And would you kindly close your eyes and bow your heads? Close your eyes and bow your heads. I'm sure there's a lot of folks here this morning who want to be sure that they make it to heaven. So let's give them that opportunity. Praise God. All right, while heads are bowed and eyes are closed, if you're here today and you don't know Jesus and you don't know that you're going to heaven, you're not sure about your salvation, you can be today. 
God wants to put in your heart the assurance that you will go to hell, that you will go to heaven, and all is well with God. He wants you to have that assurance. You're going to meet Jesus today. I'm not inviting you to join any church. I'm not inviting you into some kind of religious organization. I'm inviting you to meet your Creator, a real person that you will go home and talk to for the rest of your life. Jesus is His name. All right, you ready? If you want to be sure you're going to heaven, you want to know Jesus and be forgiven for your sins, say this with me. Dear God in heaven, thank you for sending Jesus. You punished him for my sins so I can be forgiven. I received Jesus into my heart to save my life. Praise God. Thank you for saving me, Lord. Thank you for cleansing me from my sins. Thank you, Jesus. I declare you are the Lord of my life, and I'll live for you with all my heart till I see you face to face. Thank you, Jesus. Praise God, I'm saved. God is my Father. I'm God's child. I'm bound for heaven. Praise God. You may open your eyes. Give them all big praise God hand clap. So proud of you all for accepting Jesus. Now, you will need to continue fellowshipping with the Lord. Don't ever turn your back on Him. Don't ever say, I don't believe in Jesus. Don't ever do that. And we are guaranteed to see you in heaven. Now, there are folks here that want to take you to a place of prayer for a moment. So go with him, please, at this point in time. Stand from your seat, take your handbag with you to the place of prayer. You'll be there for a minute or two, that's all. All right. Give him a great big hand clap as they rise and go from their seats to the place of prayer. God bless you as you go. Now remember the rest of you while they're walking out, praise God. Just stay in your seats, let them get out. Pastor Bev and I love you. We are praying for you continually. And want to encourage you to pray. This world cannot come to Christ. The kingdom of Christ cannot advance in this world. And Satan's kingdom will continue to advance unless we pray. We can do everything else, but without prayer, nothing will work. So I encourage you, it's desperately urgent. Pray in tongues. The Holy Ghost will take care of everything. Pray in tongues. Spend time praying. Spend time praying. I urge you. The hour is desperate. God bless you all. We love you. We'll see you next week. Next week I have a powerful message, part four, our final part. Come to me to get the rest that you want. Okay, that's what Jesus wants to give us. Praise God. We'll see you next weekend. Have a great week. Thank you for joining us during this episode of Living Life with Dr. Theo and Bev Fulmerans. We hope that through this inspired teaching, you had an encounter with God. If you enjoy the teaching ministry of Apostle Theo and Dr. Bev Fulmerans and would like to enjoy more resources, we hope you will visit our website at www.christianfamilychurch.co.za or for our American listeners, 
www.christianfamilychurchsa.com. 